Summer fun is here, and there are more ways to get burned than you might think. Most of us think about avoiding sunburns with sunscreen, but what about grills and backyard fire pits and fireworks? Even kitchens have the potential for burning us and causing injury. Today, Dr. Michael Feldman, a medical director of VCU Health's Evans Haynes Burn Center, will help you be more aware of your surroundings and potential hazards. This is Healthy with VCU Health. My name is Prakash Chandran. So first of all, Dr. Feldman, it's great to have you here today. Let's talk about some of the ways you can protect yourself and avoid burns this summer. Absolutely. Thank you for this chance to have this really important conversation. Whatever we can do to avoid burn injuries is hugely important to us. Some ways to avoid burn injuries during the summer. Well, that's a broad topic. I think that we could start with all those outdoor activities, like the most common one we see is grilling, and folks may get a little bit ahead of themselves and put some accelerant on the grill, and anything that's going to make the fire start quicker will make it potentially into a flash injury where it can flare up and injure your face and create smoke, and that can cause so many problems. So we just encourage folks to avoid using accelerants and to be very vigilant with their grills. You don't want to leave it alone. You, you always want to be there watching it. This can be helpful if you have children around who, who may have uh, wandering, prying hands. Yes, I totally know what you mean. And just to be clear, when you say accelerant, you're talking about things like lighter fluid, right? Right, exactly. Got it. I'm 100% guilty of that. Sometimes I feel like I just like to watch this, like how big of a flame can I make? But I realize how dangerous that can be. I'm sure that you see a lot of injuries come in from people doing that, don't you? We do, we do. And folks do like to burn trash and brush as well. So they'll use gasoline, which unfortunately is the cause of so many burn injuries, it just happens very quickly. Even the fumes can catch on fire and they will get your clothes on fire and you just can't escape. And so I would encourage folks to avoid gasoline at at all costs. So what's like the most common types of injuries that you see during the summer months? Like, is it, for example, from those beach bonfires or are you seeing a lot of people burn themselves with a grill or maybe talk to some of the most common things that you see in the summer that people should be on the watch out for? Yeah, it's the grilling. It's the bonfires to burn trash and debris and leaves. It is people being outside. So you can see some pretty bad sunburns, actually. And you may think, oh, well, sunburn's no big deal. But when you have large areas of blistering skin, it can be very painful and keep you home from work or uh, make life pretty miserable. So that can be avoided by just protecting yourself at, at all times. People are cooking more and using grease. So I see a fair number of cooking injuries. And you have to be careful, especially with grease. You always want to be there while you're cooking with grease. Don't leave it unattended. If you have a fire, turn the stove off, cover it with a lid, but don't grab it and run. And nothing is worth your or your family's lives. So get out of the house if there's a fire. Call our firefighters. They're amazing. Protect yourselves. It's not worth your home. That can be replaced, but you and your family cannot. 
100%. So just trying to like concoct a framework for the way we should think about avoiding burns this summer. So there's the fir- first the thing that I think people or most people should be aware of, which is getting sunburn, right? So that's trying to protect yourself with sunscreen. And that's one of the things that you alluded to. But is there or are there best practices for when you're cooking at home or cooking on the grill, ways to just stay safe or safer so people don't get burned when they're trying to cook food? Honestly, I think it's being vigilant and not leaving whatever food you have cooking alone. You just can't. You can't walk away, unfortunately. And that's where I see so many things happen. I also would encourage everyone to keep their smoke detectors up to date and have smoke detectors, if not in every room, in areas where you have the potential for uh, smoke in hallways and around your kitchen, especially. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think one of the points that you're trying to make is that so often we're having fun, we're cooking in the middle of a party or um, in the middle of having company, we forget about the thing that we're cooking and then we run to something that has gotten out of control. And I think one of the things you also said was don't try to get it back under control yourself. It's best to get your family out of the way so you can let professionals try and deal with it. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about another activity that people do a lot or tend to do a lot during summer, and that is camping or hiking or just being in the outdoors. Do you have any best practices around making sure that people stay safe while camping? Yeah, I think it's best to be with folks who have experience. Know where you're going. Let people know where you are. If you are going to have a fire, I think it's important that you have a way to make sure you put it out. I have a fair number of people who get injured falling into campfires, so be careful if you have children in and around them, and be careful with the combination of alcohol and campfires. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. So there's going to be people out there that, especially this summer, want to get out and have a great time, and they maybe they drink a little too much, and maybe they, they do end up getting burned. If they get burned, what are best practices around what they should do immediately and how they should get it treated? I can't emphasize enough that it is important to have your burn seen by someone who understands how to treat burns as quickly as possible. The most problematic burns I've seen are folks who either haven't sought care early or perhaps they see someone who is less experienced. And it's easy to underestimate these kinds of burns. It can take a long time to heal. Sometimes they need surgery. They can leave scars. So finding a burn center close to you is really important. And there's one nationally verified burn center in the Commonwealth of Virginia. That's the Evans-Haynes Burn Center. So we have 24-7 support to help anybody who gets burned. Yeah. And I actually heard that burn unit is the longest serving civilian burn unit. And so maybe you can talk about why that's important to Richmond and the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah. It is the longest running civilian burn center in the United States. It opened in 1947. That's really impressive. It's been running longer than the American Burn Association has been around. So it has quite the pedigree. This is important because 
treating burns is not something that you just know how to do. You have to build a system. You have to staff it with people who are dedicated to burn. You have to have protocols and guidelines. You have to have an administration that supports it. And VCU has all of that and has been doing it for so long that when you get a burn injury, they know what to do. They know how to take care of you and not only help you with your acute burn, but make sure that you have best outcomes later with your scar management and reconstruction. You want to have everything under one roof that you need. Absolutely. So, Without question, if you do get burned this summer, the best thing that you can do is go to the burn unit immediately. Any best practices around how to basically treat it immediately? Like, let's say right after you get burned, is there a certain way that you should treat it to make sure that it's in a good place for when you go to see a professional? You got to stop the burning process. So if there is clothing that's hot or something is stuck to your skin that's hot, you have to be very careful. That, if it's still hot, you can cool that off or you can remove involved clothing. But you wouldn't want to leave wet rags or wet clothing on. You want to make sure that you put something clean and dry over it. If you're not able to get to care quickly, let's say you're out camping, perhaps you have some antimicrobial ointment like bacitracin is fine, at least until someone knowledgeable can take a look at it and give some feedback. You don't want to leave it in wet and cold dressings for a long period of time because that can injure your skin. I'm so glad you said that, you know, because even like small manifestations of burns, like let's say, for example, I'll pick up a hot tray after baking some cookies. The first thing that I do, and I'm not sure why I do this, is like I run to the sink, I put cold water on it, I like put an ice cube on it. And I would think that if it got exacerbated or if I had a more severe burn to like wrap it in something cold and wet. So you're actually saying the exact opposite. The problem is that if you leave it in those cold, wet dressings, it macerates the skin. It makes the skin swollen and pale, like you see when you've been sitting in the bathtub for too long. And it shunts blood flow away from your skin, because that's what cold does to the body. And you need all the blood flow you can to heal and avoid conversion, which is a term just meaning that the burn can get worse like a first degree can become a second or a second become, can become a third. So yes, it's fine short term, but you don't want to leave it long term. And if it's hurting without all that, it, it's just another reason that you need to seek expert care. Yeah. So I wanted to move back to some of the things that injure people during the summer months, especially during the month of July. A lot of people I'm sure and I've seen handle their own fireworks. So it wouldn't surprise me at all that you're seeing a lot of people come in with burn injuries from doing that. Is that the case? We do. It is so avoidable. And I understand that fireworks are fun. And they could be beautiful. But I see the other side of it where people get horrible burn injuries or they lose limbs. It is tragic. So I, I can't emphasize enough that people need to be very careful with fireworks. It is even possible to get horrible burns with those sparklers. I've seen the coating on those sparklers fall off and then stick to people's skin. I've seen bottle rockets that they were launching and they'll take a turn and then lodge into people's 
bodies who weren't even lighting the firework. They're just wow. sitting off to the side. So you cannot be too careful with fireworks. They're unpredictable. Yeah, it's best to leave it to the professionals and really just enjoy the show, right? Right, absolutely. And do not hold on to them. That is never a good thing. So Dr. Feldman, just as we close here, is there any other recommendations or anything you'd like to leave our audience with regards to avoiding burns and keeping safe during the summer? We've covered a lot. And I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about it because we're we're very passionate about this. And I, I can't emphasize enough that if you can avoid getting a burn injury in the first place, it is the best. But if unfortunately you do get injured, come see us let us help you. This is what we have been doing for a long time, and we are here to help. Well, absolutely. Dr. Feldman, really appreciate the advice today, and I think that's the perfect place to end. Thank you so much for your time. That's Dr. Michael Feldman, Medical Director at VCU Health's Evans Haynes Burn Center. Thanks for checking out this episode of Healthy with VCU Health. To learn more about injury prevention and our expert burn care, please visit vcuhealth.org burn. To listen to other podcasts from VCU Health, visit vcuhealth.org podcasts. This is Healthy with VCU Health. My name is Prakash Chandran, and thanks so much for listening.